Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 34, um, verses 29 through 33. Hear the words of our God. The king sent a message and gathered together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. The king went up to the Lord's temple together with all the people of Judah and all the citizens of Jerusalem and the priests and the Levites and all the people, young and old alike. There the king read out loud all the words of the covenant scroll that had been found in the Lord's temple. The king stood in his place and made a covenant with the Lord that he would follow the Lord by keeping his commandments, instructions, and his regulations with all his heart and being in order to fulfill the words of the covenant that was written in the scroll. Then he made everyone found in Jerusalem and Benjamin join in a similar promise. The citizens of Jerusalem lived accordingly to the covenant made by God, the God of their ancestors. Josiah got rid of all the detestable idols from all the region that belonged to the Israelites, and he made everyone who lived in Israel serve the Lord their God, as Josiah did. And as long as Josiah lived, they didn't turn away from following the Lord God of their ancestors. This is the word of God for the people of God. Resolution this year is to lose weight. My new year resolution this year is to stop Instagramming everything inside. Stop taking pictures of food and drinks before I eat. Resolution this year is to learn one language. Hey, what's up? Ni yapdi okay? Hey, what's up? You put it on Tamil Don't This year, my New Year's resolution is to be more patient on the road.
It is that time of the year, the time that you set goals you want to accomplish, stop habits you would like to break, and form habits you hope to keep, all in an effort to become the best version of you that you aspire to be. For those of you on social media, this is what I like to call the hashtag New Year, New Me, the time of the year. But if you were like the folks in the video, or 95% of the world for that matter, uh, soon as mid-January comes, you will be saying, hashtag I tried, as you give up on your New Year's resolution. Now, no, by, by no means am I criticizing you, because trust me, if I had kept any of my New Year's resolutions, I'd have a six-pack of abs and more than three digits in my savings account. Nor am I saying that it's completely impossible to stick through with a New Year's resolution. But for the majority of the human population, New Year's resolutions are just things hard to commit to, which is where we find the Israelites faced the same problem with their covenant with God. With the New Year's resolution, we can laugh and we can joke about not fulfilling our promise to ourselves. It's really not that big of a deal. But a covenant, especially a covenant with God, is different. It's more than just a New Year's resolution. A covenant with God is a binding promise between God and God's people. And it's important to remember that, unlike us humans on New Year's, God will never break a covenant. God made several covenants throughout the Bible, one being with the nation of Israel. Simply put, God promised the Israelites that if they would follow God's rules, they would be God's representatives to the rest of humanity. But Second Chronicles is this roller coaster ride. The Israelites are on with their covenant with God. Things are good. Things are bad. They are obedient to God. They are disobedient to God. The Israelites just can't seem to figure it out. Second Chronicles opens with Solomon's ascension to the throne after his dad, King David, died. Solomon is often praised for the time that he asked God for wisdom and knowledge instead of riches, fame, victory, or a long life. You know, the typical things that kings usually wanted. But because of this, God granted him the wisdom and knowledge he asked for, but also gave him the wealth, riches, and fame he most likely wanted. Solomon went on to do great things in the name of God, including constructing the temple. Because of Solomon's commitment and dedication to God, Israel flourished under his rule, becoming the most prominent nation as God had promised. Israel was on the very top of their roller coaster when King Solomon was king, but eventually it all came spiraling down. After the death of King Solomon, the nation of Israel split into two different kingdoms. The kings that followed Solomon did not serve God in the way that David and Solomon served God. They rebelled against God. They neglected God's temple, ignored God's law, and persecuted God's prophets. And on top of all of that, they sought out new gods to worship. The Israelites turned on the God that delivered them from captivity, and as a result, the kingdom suffered greatly until a young boy, finally, by the name of Josiah, inherits the throne. 
Josiah became the king of Israel at the age of eight, eight years old, and I thought I was cool. But the kid knows what's up. He walks with God the way that David and Solomon walked with God. He did what was right in the eyes of God, and he began to purify Judah and Jerusalem. Josiah decided to take down the idols of his ancestors, the ones that they put up, and he began to repair the temple. While repairing the temple inside, the laws given through Moses were rediscovered and delivered to King Josiah. When the men read the instructional scroll, Josiah was shocked. Josiah was worried that God was angry because the people have not been following any of the laws that were found. And our text this morning comes after Josiah makes his shocking discovery. He gathered all the people and made a covenant with God that he would follow all the commandments, instructions, regulations, you name it. Anything that was outlined in the scroll, he committed to following. He had all the people gathered make a similar commitment. He got rid of all those detestable idols, and even everyone in the region went back to serving God, the God of Israel. The Israelites stayed devoted to God and kept God's covenant as long as Josiah lived. We are called to be in relationship with God, to serve God with all that we are and all that we have, but we don't just stop there. Our covenant with God is a partnership in which God is calling each and every one of us to a life of discipleship and sharing our faith with all those we encounter, to express Christ's love to everyone through our words and through our actions. And in return, we find healing and peace in a broken world so desperately in need. This is a hard commitment to stick to, especially when we don't think things are going the way we expect them to go or how we think they should go. But as we learn from Josiah, a big part of this commitment is letting go of our own thoughts and expectations and trusting that God has extraordinary plans for us and our lives. Josiah teaches us to abandon our idols. And as we discussed before, idols aren't just those things people worshiped in biblical times. In our lives today, we have idols. Anything that we elevate over our service to God can be an idol, whether that be our own desire for fame or wealth or power. Idols are all those things that we allow to take our focus from God and derive us from the path. When we let idols in our way, we lose sight of our real purpose in life. We go our own way and forget about the covenant we have with God. We also learned from this passage that we are not alone in this covenant. Just as Josiah surrounded himself with all the people in his community as he committed himself fully to God, we have a community of faithful people right here on the same exact journey, and we can help one another as we reach our common goal. Church, as we join together in our covenant renewal, let this be more than a New Year's resolution. Let us be like Josiah, abandoning all those things in our lives that take our attention from God. This year, 
Let us focus our hearts and our minds fully on the one who has created us and called us into relationship with him and one another and all the world. And as we recommit ourselves to a life of discipleship, let us remember that God is always faithful. May we be the same. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.